Hello and welcome to the Passenger Podcast. I am going to speak briefly about the DNC convention. I had intended to do several episodes, but so be it. I may do it for the RNC this upcoming week. So I'll get right to the chase. I I didn't see anything all week that made me think that the promises would actually be fulfilled. Did I like the information that they discussed? Do I think that they have a vision and an agenda? Do I think that they, you know, want to see the country improve, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? Yeah, I do. I'm not convinced though that electing Biden and Harris is actually going to accomplish those things. Now, I want to make very clear, it's not it's not that I'm for or against any party or person. I'm I'm against the idea that the person at the top has any factor on what's going on below. I don't believe that and I'm and I'm not saying that I I understand the three branches of government. I'm not saying that laws don't impact our day-to-day. What I am saying is it takes a village. And I don't think that just changing the, you know, the name of the business improves the business, if, if that makes any sense. It reminds me of all of those, like, Food Network shows where it's like, oh, we used to be called, you know, Donnie's Pizza, and now we're going to change it to Mike's Pizza. Well, you're still doing the same stuff. If they didn't like the the pizza before, change, just changing the name is not going to improve the overall restaurant quality. All it's going to do is um, remove maybe the stigma. And as I as I think of that as a metaphor, I think of another a similar situation. It reminds me of like apartment complexes. There was one that I used to stay at that has since changed their name. And so, yeah, it, it takes away from the association. Someone that's not familiar with that apartment complex, you know, they're not going to think of certain things, but it doesn't, you still have to do the work. You, if you really want to see that change, you still have to change that pizza recipe. If you, if that was the issue, just changing the name is not going to help. So I use those as examples just to say, they, I, I don't think that electing them is going to make things better or worse at all. Now, this is going to be somewhat hypocritical, but I think keeping Trump in office will make things worse which, which in turn will make things better. And what I mean by that is there's a, a lot of people on the left that are extremely vocal and reelecting him would almost prompt those who are on the fence to act and whether it be through protest or um, total revamp of their local community or, or, or government. And it, and it said, it's sad to say, but that is what I look forward to. I look forward to him being reelected so that people can really, really wake up and make the necessary changes on all sides of the argument. 
all sides of the argument. I think what happens when someone like uh, uh, Vice President Biden, Senator Harris, when someone like them gets into office, it's celebratory, it's monumental, and it's easy to get complacent. It's easy to think we did something by voting this person in whether it's because of their race or their gender or where they came from or where they started from, where the, where the, what they overcame, you start to feel like that's was the prize, was just getting them elected. When in fact, that's not the prize. And that's my biggest concern is people are so adamant about getting them elected and getting them into office that they're not seeing... Um, the bigger picture. It, re- it reminds me of like marriage when someone talks so much about the, the wedding, but they don't talk about their life, what their life's going to be like as a married couple. That's a very different conversation as opposed to talking about what flowers you're going to order and what your dress is going to be. And I'm seeing that same sentiment with the DNC where it's like, yes, vote for this, you know, monumental revolutionary you know tandem and then it's like but then what it's like don't worry about that don't worry about that just just focus on the fact that we need to get trump out of there and that's the kind of rhetoric that i've that i've heard that's the kind of rhetoric that i've heard and it's extremely extremely unfortunate i mean extremely extremely unfortunate so as far as the DNC is concerned, you know, they've, they did their best with what they, they had. Um, I like the fact that they showed that they had a lot of support, bipartisan support. That was nice to see. I like that they included different types of people. And um, I may have to, I'll, I'll do a little bit more research and maybe revisit this because I wanted to see if there was any kind of discussion surrounding mental health specifically, not health care, not health care, but mental health specifically. But nonetheless, I like that they had a variety of different people from all different places and walks of life. I don't know what, um, I'm intrigued, I should say, I'm intrigued to see what the RNC comes up with to counter that. Will they take the same approach? My my hope is that they do and I would definitely fall into that category of a swing voter who doesn't necessarily uh, doesn't necessarily I'm not opposed to to voting Republican I have traditionally voted Democrat I'm not but I'm not someone that's opposed to voting Republican or opposed to voting for a third party, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not this gun-ho, I'm always going to vote for this party because of this. If the person, if the person is, um, if I believe the person is going to do what they say they're going to do, I can look beyond party affiliation. That's not as important to me at all. And so I, I want to see how this turns out. I want to see how the RNC can compares if they take that same approach and show that there are people from all walks of life. Um, it'll be inter- interesting. It'll be very interesting. 
So that is all I will say for now. As always, thank you for listening.